taking the pulse of the city. The Capital Letter on Newstalk ZB. Newstalk ZB, Wellington morning. It's time for the Capital Letter. New Zealand Herald, Wellington's issues reporter, Georgina Campbell. I feel like that's selling you down about calling you the issues reporter. You're a bit more than that. You mind host of big events now. You're kind of like star of the show, isn't it? I'm sort of downplaying you. Oh no, I'm I'm certainly a journalist at heart, first and foremost. Well, you are, you know, extraordinaire, <laughs> mine host. Let's start with that. I know you want. I'll go back to the the other thing because I want to start with that. Uh, this time last week, you were the mine host of the Chamber of Commerce Wellington's mayoral debate. Uh, firstly, we'll start from the backwards and go forwards. Who won? I think, and this is surprising. I think Andy Foster won. He sounded the best because Andy Foster sort of, um, he gets down in the weeds and he's a real details man and this can sort of be a strength um, or it can be a problem for him. In the debate it was a strength because he can list um, facts and figures and projects and is very specific and I actually sent him a text the next day and I said thanks for being so specific Um, you know even asking him what things he would cut and and, and that sort of thing so I appreciated that because it it annoys me when they sort of dance around the questions. You text him the next day. I got accused of being his best friend by interviewing him. You text him the next day and they didn't. no one accused you of anything. I texted all of them the next day to say thank you. Okay, all right. <laughs> I'm, clear, I'm glad we cleared that one up. Um, I thought that I agree with you. And I had to come in and out because, I don't know, I had obviously hadn't paid my $10 um, Herald payment, so my, my audio was coming in and out on my phone. But I, I so I watched as much as I could. I thought... The disappointment, well, two of them were disappointing. Paul and Tory were disappointing. I thought the idea of Paul standing up all the time really annoyed me. Was he trying to be a, was it a power play? And and Tory, I just didn't think she had the facts and figures. It's funny you say that, Nick, because I've just um, flown in from Napier this morning after a, a weekend with my family and my dad said the same thing. He said, I don't understand why Paul had to stand up every time and it really annoyed him too. I think it was a power play. Yeah, wasn't it? You know, I don't know. We, let's let's move on to your column because I'm getting looked at. Uh, George, this morning you've written a pretty scathing column about uh, Wellington NZ saying they're struggling to justify their existence. Now, this is a comment that I as a businessman in Wellington get all the time. If, if a one in 10 questions that I get asked on the street is, is what the hell does Wellington NZ do? I know, and I'm very aware of that sentiment around Wellington. So I I thought it was about time that I wrote a column about it. Um, And also, um, you know, listeners can have a read online, but I also wanted to try and explain a little bit about what Wellington NZ, you know, does do, how it's funded and that sort of thing. But I also thought, you know, let's put them on notice because people are saying that. What's the point? You know, rate bills, rates bills are going up. Um, you know, the city council and regional council fund the majority of, of Wellington NZ. And so, you know, they have to actually start telling their story, I think, a little bit better so that people can have some sort of tangible proof that they're worth us paying for. Could you see a day that it gets dropped completely and it's gone? I mean, could it be something that w- that we'll ask the, the mayoral candidates in the next couple of weeks? 
Well, the Wellington Chamber of Commerce definitely um, sort of put them on notice in their pre-election report, didn't they? They were very critical. So I think that is something that we should be asking mayoral candidates. And yeah, Wellington NZ, I would be a little bit worried potentially. Do you know whether other cities of our size have that same sort of organisation? I think a lot of cities have sort of a version of regional economic development agencies, and I think they all face the same problem. It's a very broad mandate and therefore it can kind of feel a little bit airy-fairy and even though Wellington NZ has tried to drill down into six key things, it's still not exactly like a laser sharp focus. I wonder how much it would save us on rates if we didn't have them because I know that it's a very expensive organisation from the top down I mean very expensive yeah, well, I had a look at some of these figures. So, for example, the City Council handed over $13.1 million to Wellington NZ last year. So that equates to 3.35% of overall rates. Wow. So. Wow. There you go. If I could drop my rates by 3%, I would be very happy. <laughs> That's a good way to finish it. George, thanks for coming in. I know it's your time off, so I appreciate you coming in. Capital Letter we do every Wednesday with Georgina Campbell, and she is the New Zealand Wellington's Issues reporter. She's more than that. She's uh, an extremely good reporter and mine host for the Chamber of Commerce mayoralty race uh, last week, last Wednesday. I thought she did a wonderful job on that. 90% of parenting is just thinking about when you can have a break. And when you do take a break, enjoy the Parenting Hangover podcast. They go together like a tutu and jandals. We've said from the get-go, we ain't parenting experts. No. But it's cool to hear, what is your neighbour doing? What do they say? A problem shared is a problem halved. Oh, that's good. Not that my children are problems, but I feel better talking about it. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.